0: Okay, March ninth edition of Come On Now Podcast, and uh, the first one, first topic. Of uh, of the day is is uh, kind of a repeat of yesterday, but I want to go into it a little bit more. And this is you know this is one of the things that inspired the uh, the whole idea of the come on now the that the podcast was when something incredibly dumb comes up, and that happened on Saturday when Dana White said that. He, his response to a question on the coronavirus was, I don't give a shit about the coronavirus. So right now, that's more or less the statement we have from the UFC on what they're going to do going forward uh, about coronavirus and uh, their events and whatnot. Um, and that, that, that can't be the official response from the UFC. They need to to release a detailed response they need to get information to the fighters I mean they got pe- they have people traveling from all over the world for these events um, and they need to these fighters and their camps they need to know what's going on and they need to know if there's plans if the event they're going they're scheduled for is going to fall through um, so they know what to do they know they so not only do they know what need to know what to do, They also need to know how it's going to affect their camp, how it's going to affect their travel, and and most of all, how it's going to affect their pay. Um, My gut would tell me that that pay is going to disappear if the event does not take place because the UFC is not going to pay somebody if they don't have to. Uh, We know that for a fact. Um, So... That's a real, that should be a real concern for the UFC if it cared uh, one iota about its independent contractors, but um, to have the boss come out and say, I don't give a shit, not the, not the response anyone wants to see. Uh, Maybe the fans want to see it because it sounds cool, but it's pretty knuckleheaded. And speaking of the fans, they need to know this stuff as well. Because uh, they have, you know, they have travel scheduled. They have hotels, flights. Uh, if they're driving in, whatever, they also um, need to know if there's plans uh, and what they need to do. Same with the media. Um, th- this isn't a hard thing to figure out. Um, it shouldn't be. It it shouldn't be this way. I mean, the UFC should come out and release something that says these are the plans we have in case we cannot put on these events in these locales. Um, if If I was a fan, I'd be reluctant to buy a ticket at this point. If I was a fighter, I'd be super reluctant to sign my name on a contract that didn't guarantee me something if the events fall through. But... It's the UFC, so when the boss says he doesn't give a shit about the coronavirus, that's the official statement. So, I would hope for something more professional, but I mean, I think we've learned to expect that that's about as professional as as it's going to get from him. Johnson should not be allowed to return to the UFC or MMA in general because of his past. Um... He has a lengthy list of, let's call them indiscretions for a better term, um, around domestic violence. So if I was a promoter and Anthony Johnson came to me and said he wanted to return to the fold, I would say, thanks, but no thanks. Here's your release from your contract. Best of luck. Um, However... Dana White and the UFC have not commented on on Johnson's return, um, which, par for the course, which leads me to believe, and, and the fact that he's going back in the USADA pool, that also leads me to believe that he is going to come back to the UFC, um, which is nonsensical, but this is also... The organization that signed Greg Hardy and then said that Greg Hardy was never found guilty of anything. So they'll say the same thing about Anthony Johnson, I'm sure. Uh, but there's no way he should be back in 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 MMA. Just shouldn't be. Shouldn't be allowed. And that's a hill I'll I'll I'm willing to die on. He's should not be welcome. Not, not no. Um, speaking of no comment from the UFC, the Brian Ortega slapping Jay Park at UFC 248 and then getting thrown out of the arena. Um, Jason House has really he released a statement to MMA Junkie saying that. Uh, there A police report was filed, which I agree it should have been filed. Um, no charges have been pressed yet, but Park has um, a year to decide if he wants to uh, follow up on that. And according to ESPN, if he does so, it'll be, I think it was a misdemeanor, some uh, misdemeanor charge. It would be investigated as... I would, uh, if it was me, I would, I would probably press charges, just to uh, force the UFC's hand in, in these matters. They, they don't do anything. The promotion does, do, does nothing, doesn't even comment on these things when they happen. So, for I would force them to do that, uh, just because it's got, it's gotten out of hand. Um, make them react. Force them to react. So like I said, um, ESPN wrote a story about this today. Uh, Park was on Ariel Hawani show. Uh, and Mark Ramondi reached out to both the UFC and Ortega's camp. Neither replied or cared to make a comment. Which, I mean, if your fighter is going to slap some some guy... Who's really not involved in any of this. Other than that, he translated for Chad Sung Jung. Maybe have a comment ready for that. Maybe, you know, at least say it's going to be investigated. It could be, you know, that's easy. Just say that. But nope. No comment. Um which, oh, look at that, segues right right into the next uh, topic, which is um, Islam Makachev's tweet that, I I don't have it in front of me, but it was more or less that MMA is not a women's sport, which um, is sexist, wrong, and stupid. I mean, I don't know how you can, I don't know why that statement is made by anyone and I saw fans you know in support of that I saw a lot of support of that online um, and just some real boneheaded responses to that um, so my and people who think that it's you know I see it's just an opinion it's you know everyone's entitled to an opinion but I would ask you I would ask anyone take you know take the the, the woman part of out out of there And just replace it with any, uh, a race, a creed, a religion, any of that. And then tell me that's an acceptable thing to say. It's not. It's just not. Um, And that fight was a good fight. It was was a great fight. Um, And it's going to go down as one of the best title fights in in UFC history. I'm pretty sure that one is going to stand the test of time. Um, and that's not the best women's title fights. That's just the best title fights. So if you have an opinion that's, you know, wrong, sexist, racist, xenophobic, how about you think about keeping that one to yourself? Back to a real, another real Come on now. It is Justin Gaethje. Let me see here. Pull it up here. Um, Gaethje was asked what he would do if uh, he didn't get the Conor McGregor fight. And his response was... And this was from an ESPN story. His response was, I'll get fired, I'll punch... Um, Dana White in the fucking nose. If you're going to take away an opportunity off my table, then I'm going to fucking fight you. I don't know what you want me to do. So, to Justin Gaethje, come on now. No one's punching Dana White in the face. It's just not going to happen. So let's... I know it sounds good. It sounds tough. But not going to happen. Come on now. And it's time for another. Come on now. And this one goes out to Ali Abdelaziz. So uh, this is back at the end of February. Um, I guess there was a back and forth on Twitter with Usman and um, Jorge Masvidal's manager. And Abdelaziz got involved with it, and he wrote, Simple, simple, if you call the police and press charges, you should never talk shit on the internet, fake-ass gangsters. So this is, someone commented that, that, that Abdelaziz is a good manager, and I pointed to this and said, you know, that, I, I, that's not a good manager. My, if I if I'm a fighter and I have a manager that's one slapping another manager um, at an event, uh, going after a fighter on the buffet line in Vegas, um, and the and a fighter actually actually has to hold back his own manager from going after another fighter, that's not a good manager. That that's a bad reflection on me. That that man represents me. Is it supposed to be tough as street? I, I don't know. But if my manager's acting like that and I have to physically restrain him from attacking a fighter, come on now. I'm cutting ties with that person right there, right then, and and looking for some different representations that's not going to make me look bad. I don't know. I just... This, The whole thing just confuses me. So, uh, got yourself another. Come on now. I'm gonna close this one out with a discussion of the pay from UFC 248, specifically the pay of the Komen Event Fighters. And that pay is. it's low. That pay is two hundred thousand dollars. One hundred thousand of that is a win bonus for Wiley Zhang and Joanna Janjachek made one hundred and six thousand dollars in in the the split decision loss. So she did not get her full pay because she did not get her win bonus. Um I tweeted about this earlier, that the uh, the whole show, show and win needs to disappear. I'm going to beat this drum relentlessly, especially knowing that the UFC only pays its fighters 16% or thereabouts of the revenue, so it's not going to break the bank if they uh, if they double pay for everyone and if even if they triple pay for everyone then they'll just be in line with all the other major sports. So doubling is isn't even wouldn't even be good enough to get them close to what the other major sports pay. Um the myth is that fighters will try harder if their pay is based on a show and win. I would like someone to tell me explain to me you know, break down a point in that fight where either one of those women was not doing everything they could to win that fight you're gonna tell me that Jiang won because she 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 quote unquote wanted it more that's that's it it's, it's just bullshit um, the myth that the, the showing a the win is going to make for better fights is ridiculous. It's based on one thing keeping fighter pay low, um, keeping profits high for the UFC and its investors. Um, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the same thing can be said about the uh, Paul Felder Dan Hooker fight. Nowhere in that fight could you tell me. That either one of those guys was not trying with everything they had to win that fight. It's a myth. It needs to go away. Um, I'm going to keep beating this drum. I hope others will will join in. Fighter pay is low. It's kept low for a reason. It doesn't have to be. Um... If the fighters can't or won't stand up for themselves, and I understand why they, why they would be reluctant to do so, um, I think it's I think the media needs to to pitch in a little bit on that, um, to push the UFC if they can. There's no reason that an investor in the UFC should make more than. Uh, these the, the people fighting for a title it, it, they just—it—it it shouldn't be, it should not be. But that's where we are. Um, I'm gonna leave you on that note for today. Maybe just think about it. Uh, and you know, media folks, fans, I would ask you to push the UFC to to raise the pay, uh, especially in a five-round fight. A five-round fight should not pay the same as a three-round fight. that That's ridiculous, too. But this is the life, you know, this is the situation we're in when there's no uh, fighters' fear standing up for themselves. It's the same situation the uh, NHL players were in before they formed their players' association, so... Media, fans, uh, X fighters people who aren't under the thumb of the UFC—you know—push for change. It, it it needs to be done. So that's it for uh, Monday, March 9th. I'll be back again tomorrow.